You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, I'm Lauren, the new education editor at APN Educational Media. Today I'm speaking with Anne Buist. She's a professor of women's mental health at the University of Melbourne. We're speaking about the link between Prozac and birth defects. Could I just get your general thoughts on the meta-analysis? Meta-analyses are now very common in this sort of um, research because um, that there's problems with all sorts of studies in this area and getting the numbers um, and being able to calculate risk ratios uh, and then pull this data together really helps us get a bigger, better perspective of things. So, so one of the, the biggest problems is um, any research in pregnancy can't have a randomised control trial. So we're always relying on data that is, is biased in some way or another. And the biggest issue for these studies is that women on antidepressants are not the same as women not on antidepressants in a whole number of factors. Um, And some of those factors uh, may also influence um, pregnancy outcome. So if you look at them all, they've come up with the differences in particular are as a group, women with antidepressants are more likely to be overweight, have diabetes, smoke, use multiple drugs, use illicit drugs and drink alcohol. And virtually all of those we know have potential negative outcomes on a pregnancy. So you have to control for all of these things. Some studies do, some studies don't. So um, immediately you have these biases and meta-analyses in in try to, as best they can, depending on the information they're given, um, try to overcome some of these issues. So the meta-analysis that you're particularly interested in um, is um, because over time we get more and more data. So they've, unlike previous ones, have a bit more data access and they were fairly um, rigorous with excluding ones where they didn't think the the, the methodology was adequate. Um, So there are are outcomes that show that fluoxetine has a, or if you take fluoxetine, it gives you a slightly increased risk of having a baby with a heart cardiac um, malformation is really not a surprise because some of those um, studies they analysed also found that. So what what it is doing is just giving more weight to that. Um, it's not something we didn't know about. We've known about paroxetine. There have been other studies, including ones they use, that found fluoxetine to be problematic. Uh, I w- would have issue with their, their belief that, or for an Australian population, that fluoxetine is the most commonly prescribed one in pregnancy. Um, We haven't been doing that. Certainly perinatal psychiatrists in Victoria or in Australia-wide haven't been doing that for some time. Um, We don't use it because of the the findings we already knew about it um, and also because of its long half-life. We really don't want to expose um, babies in pregnancy and postpartum in particular if they want to breastfeed with something that's difficult to change because it hangs around so long. Um, so I think the other important thing about this study is that, yes, there's an increased relative risk, but it is still quite low. Uh, and, and their meta-analysis is not, still not perfect. 
Um, for instance, some of the studies they used um, did calculate, did you, uh, for, for alcohol use, some did not. When, if you just looked at the studies that did allow for um, alcohol usage, the risk, the relative risk rate went down from, I think it was 1.3 to 1.18. So that, that sort of shows that, you know, by controlling for these um, confounding variables, it really can alter that risk rate. Um, in, in lay terms, that means that for every 100 women that have a, cardiac, a baby with a cardiac defect, every 100 women not taking antidepressants, there will be... 118 or 130, depending on which of the figures you're looking at, that will have a cardiac defect. It's still quite low. And then you also got to take into account that it's um, how many babies with cardiac defects are born. It's roughly eight for every thousand deliveries. So again, they're not it, to get 100 women not taking antidepressants to have babies with cardiac defects, where we're talking at a lot of births. Um, so it has to be put into that context. And what might these defects constitute in terms of a major defect and a cardiovascular defect? Right. Well, look, they're, they're only pinpointing the cardiovascular ones as being linked to fluoxetine, though there is an increased risk of some other, you know, broad, this group broadly does increase risk because of all of those confounding variables. Um, but the, the cardiac ones are two types. One of the septal defects, which are the holes in the heart, and many of those holes in the heart um, are very minor and don't need any intervention and fix themselves by adulthood. Um, the non-septal defects are, can be more serious and these are ones with um, problems with valves and the actual vessels of the heart, um, and they can require surgery and and potentially um, be not compatible with life. So there is the full range, but many of those septal defects um, are at the minor end. Um, I also just want to add is the thing that needs to be taken into account for the women um, who have to go through, balance this risk and for the doctors that are trying to advise them, is that being unwell in pregnancy, so being off medication and unwell, actually constitutes a risk as well. Um, we know women don't look after themselves as well in if they're, they're unwell, uh, and therefore they won't be looking after their pregnancy, won't be eating well, will be either not putting on weight or putting on too much weight, all of those things which impact smoke more, all of those things which impact on the health of the fetus. And also we know that very anxious women um, through pregnancy have babies who are born with higher cortisol levels and that higher cortisol stays with them all their lives and is probably a marker for later um, illnesses, uh, mental health disorders in those women. I've noticed that there are also potential risks associated with other types of antidepressants, such as SSRIs, are they more, less or the same in terms of their risk posed to the fetus? Um, look, the only two SSRIs that have come up as having a specific risk are paroxetine and, flu and fluoxetine. So um, all of the other ones are linked in together um, with no specific risk attached to them um, the the increased risk is that is it probably more associated with the um, all those confounding variables, 
Um, and the other thing that this paper didn't um, uh, control for and which is, is largely unknown is dosage. Um, so we're looking at, you know, there is probably a big difference between the risk for the fetus if you're taking 20 milligrams of fluoxetine versus taking 80 milligrams of fluoxetine. So that exposure is going to be very different. So dose is important to consider as well. But the other, some of the other antidepressants, um, other than those two I've mentioned, are probably in the SSRIs, well, well are very clearly safer um, than than fluoxetine and paroxetine. Do you have any advice that you would give to women who are concerned as a result of this analysis? Um, look, not to panic um, if they are already. Pe- pregnant, um, then to see their doctor as soon as possible, um, if they haven't already discussed it with their doctor. Um, and to, because the, each individual has to weigh up different sets of risks. Um, if, if someone has been, becomes very unwell, unable to work, um, acutely suicidal when they're depressed, then the risks of being off the medication are going to be much, much greater than um, staying on it. So those are the sort of things that ideally you discuss with your doctor before getting pregnant. Um, so uh, I do a lot of these sort of cons- consultations to to plan these pregnancies. And if, let's say, someone was on fluoxetine, look at, okay, is there a possibility we could switch you to something that's um, less risky? Um, and what risks would be involved with that? How long is it going to take? Um, and and whether it's worth doing, um, or can we reduce the dose of whatever you are on? Can we help you lose weight? Um, can, make sure that your diabetes control. Try and stop smoking. Do do all of the other things as well as just looking at the medication and making sure they're doing things like yoga, um, exercising regularly, get good sleep habits. All the things that will help um, maintain a healthy pregnancy. Thank you so much for talking to me. A pleasure.